I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. Drama girl. Cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens. Smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl. You could sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. It is season four, episode 12, Resolve. Let's talk about tongue, baby. Let's talk about you, Harry. So much tongue in this episode. Oh, my Lord. Loved it. A lot of tongue kissing and a lot of, like, food on mouth yeah. stuff. Sloppy, sloppy episode. And we have a oh good friend Lord. here to help us get through it. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our friend Elizabeth Arnois, our guest host with us this week. Hello, everybody. Hi. So excited to be here today hanging with you girls. Oh, my God. I've been listening. Our clean team. Guys, it's a clean team's meeting. Uh, so if, when did this air? What the hell happened this episode? Okay, kids, let's let's go through our stats before we really dig in. This episode originally aired January 4th, 2007. I have no idea if in the winter of that year people were having food fights, but we sure were on our show. <laughs> the synopsis as written, which, you know, is sort of accurate, but might need a little work, is uh, with senior prom only weeks away, Haley's frustration over her injuries and her, uh, you know, growing pregnancy and, and the hormones coursing through her body are, are really overwhelming for her Mm -hmm. skills in mouth hatch a plan to help nathan earn money for the big dance by stripping gorgeous brooke betrays rachel in order to get closer to a new guy i mean or is she just sticking with the clean teens alibi what betrayal huh i don't know if it's a betrayal but whoever wrote this felt that way and peyton and lucas resolve to be happy and to be bakers (laughs) struggling (laughs) with her drug addiction to be bakers struggling with her drug addiction (laughs) deb makes a, a choice it's it's a very dark choice um the beautiful Moira Kelly directed this episode. It was written by Michelle Fertney Goodman, who I don't believe was with us uh, for very long. I wish uh, we had known what the sort of board told her to do for this episode. That mm. would be interesting. Elizabeth, when's the last time you watched this show? Yesterday. Well, yeah, yesterday. duh. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> not, to, not to prep for this. You're like, actually, I watch no, this every like, year. No, I know. I know that's what you meant. Um, it's been... Probably a couple years. Yeah, a couple years. Yeah. I always have cousins who, you know, they love the show. And Aww. when I see them, they're like, let's watch an episode. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, it's very sweet. It's very sweet. So sometimes I, I watch it with them. Otherwise, I haven't seen it. Yeah, in a while. We were just at that convention in Wilmington. And yeah, there's like a good number of people wearing clean teen shirts. <laughs> I know. I'm into it. I love Versions. it. Versions. <laughs> virgins the sweet little babies yeah i don't even know where to start with this i don't either but what i am gonna say is like in general the clean teen storyline because we've got our we've got our stats here because our producers are great and yeah this was six episodes in season four but when you think Mm -hmm. about the impact of the clean teen storyline you know and hillary shared a little bit about where that came from from her own high school experience and you know what worked and what didn't in terms of what the writers did with it, but to think that all these years later, you know, just based on six episodes, it's still, it's like an iconic moment in our show's history. On and- your show, yeah. And I'm grateful that like, when I got to, you know, being on the show that I had one of those moments. Yeah. You know, because it, it is, it's fun when it's something that comes back around well, from, a, from a mostly good experience, you know, yeah. a and memory that you don't mind visiting. I love that. We talked about it last week too. I feel like you, you literally walk into the show with the face of an angel. <laughs> like you, you just like cherubic beauty. And it, I, it there was something where I was like, yeah, I, I'll do whatever she tells me. Right. I'm right, yes, uh. totally. <laughs> like I had the feelings I think Brooke Davis felt then watching this, ep- this, uh, watching this storyline kick off. That's your magic, That's so Liz. You-, you look like a good influence. And then, <laughs> oh, and then, I knew. <laughs> and then, um, I am for the most part, you know, I kind of was that girl a little bit in growing up because I was raised Catholic and um, I, you know, was a later bloomer. I mean, 
you know, ish. It's like, I wasn't like, I'm one of those 15 year olds having sex, but you know what I mean? I was a later bloomer. Yeah. I didn't have the ethos of no sex before marriage, but I was raised to, to think that way. So taking this role yeah. was kind of interesting. I think my mom loved it <laughs> until she realized um, where it was going. Because <laughs> right. you couldn't possibly just be a clean teen and you had to hide, hide a dark secret. Yes. Yes. Um, but of course that made her so much more interesting, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, was watching it too, and I felt like, wow, I did have a very young, cherubic face back then. Please. Like, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, oh my please. God, I ever looked like that. It's insane. You look no, but the I same, Liz. Like, you do. No, no, no. I'm talking like, I was like, wh- I didn't recognize myself for a second. It's weird. What? I don't know. how. how to, maybe it's just because I haven't. I don't watch myself a lot. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I just don't watch myself a lot. So I don't know. I feel I like, like all of our voices are different. Like every, because I feel yeah, the same we talk way. Like women now. <laughs> yeah, we're talking a bunch of salty broads now. No, it's, you know, like sometimes in this episode where Peyton's having to be all happy and dorky and sh- I like, I don't know that kid. I'm like, oh, who's that? Yeah. We all have yeah. such higher pitch voices and our mannerisms are kind of like, I don't know, green. And we're just oh, babies. Yeah. It's crazy yeah, that true. anyone thought of us as anything other than like children. Yeah. Precisely. We're babies. Yeah. What do you remember about getting this phone call to come on the show, baby? Um, I remember my origin story is. Um, <laughs> it all began. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, it was actually you two lovely ladies, you and, and Daniil. I had worked with you each uh, separately on two different films. And um, I know that you had sort of, you know, p- passed the idea along to to our producer, to our boss, and he seemed open to it. So I was, I felt very lucky. It wasn't like I had to audition. It was like they found something for me to do, and that was lovely. Um, and you gave me like the the sort of like first, you know, new kid in school rundown of things. <laughs> Some of that involved a little warnings, you know, a few warnings, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And um, and so I went into it very excited, feeling feeling incredibly lucky to get to work with such a great cast of young talent, but also a little bit nervous, you know, um, wanting to be accepted, but also not knowing what my boss was going to be like, you know. Mm. Yeah. And um, the first like few days were good if I'm talking about like the like my literal first you know getting the call it was I was excited yeah. getting there I was excited um then I had to have a, a dinner with my boss and um it ended with him inappropriately um asking to come up to my uh where mm. he was putting me up and I felt this weird uh just <sighs> to like have some tea and talk more because we were having quote unquote, good conversation about the character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I kind of felt like, okay, I don't know. I felt very, I didn't know what to say. So I was just like, sure. You know, I felt very uncomfortable. And it was literally my first week, like the first few days. <sighs> and um, so that kind of, and then he ended up like uninvited massaging my feet. Oh, Liz. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So that was my like, um, 
that's where I like became even closer, not that I could have been, but even closer just with the group of you guys, because it was like, it just made me understand so much more. And also like, it didn't take away my joy of like being there. And I also knew Mm -hmm. I was a guest star, like a recurring guest star. I knew that I had a limited amount of time that if anything else did awkward did happen, I, I didn't have to be there forever dealing with that. But, um, that was also a part of it, unfortunately, was that introduction. Mm. And it came swift and quick. And then I was like, that's not happening. And I sent him out the door. And um, he didn't, he wasn't as gross with me after that, because I kind of was like, very like, <clears throat> yeah. Um, but everything else around it was just a fabulous experience. Mm. Everything else about it was really, really fun for me. Because I got to be with wonderful women, wonderful, strong women or, you know, kind of going through the same things and, you know. Well, you always had really strong big sister energy for me. Like when we met, we were doing a movie. What was that movie called? Solstice? It's Solstice. <laughs> Solstice. Yeah. It was like a, it was like a New Orleans voodoo scary movie. Yeah. yeah. And Liz, like literally on day two is like, we're friends now. Come with me. And I was like, uh, okay, great. I love this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tell me what to do. Um, and it was great, you know? And so having someone, because I always had to be kind of the rough and tumble one or like the, mm. ed, like the, you know, grumpy one. Um, yeah. I loved whenever you were around because you were like, baby, sit down. I've got this. And so having you come into this Thanks. tornado and be like, <laughs> calm down, girls. I'm going to show you how this is done. No foot rubs. No, we're I don't done even with know. the foot rubs. <laughs> it was no, but it was good to have somebody come in and validate, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, everything that you guys have been saying well, is right. If I'm being totally fair, I thought what you were saying was like, I was like, there's no way it's as, if there's no way it's as bad as that. If I'm being totally honest, and yeah. that's back in the culture of women not being believed. I didn't believe a fellow women that it could be as bad as it was being described to me, which is the craziest part of it you know, even though they were friends. But what I think makes sense about that is that when you hear it and someone is telling you a story about how overt it is, how consistent it is, how out in the open it is, it's, I I don't even think it's that you go as far as thinking you must be exaggerating. I think what, what we want to believe is it can't be that bad because someone would do something. Sure. Someone in the room would do something. That's exactly what it was. So I'm sure he's gross, but like maybe because Mm -hmm. he was really inappropriate with you, now everything feels inappropriate, even when maybe to an outsider it doesn't look like it. Because if it looked inappropriate, someone would do something. And it's such a rude awakening as a woman when you realize that that is simply not true. And especially in industry, when you are part of the machine that makes a product and your being mistreated could potentially damage the value of the product. And right. you realize that your humanity is less valuable than an hour of television. And the product. To every yeah. adult in the room and you go, oh, f- we're alone here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is 100%. like, that's, that's a growing up that nobody, you know, nobody asks for and nobody wants. But, you know, Hillary and I have talked about this so much. My experiences on another show. People were like, it couldn't have been that bad. And I'm like, oh, but it was. There must be a misunderstanding. It's not a misunderstanding. 
It's that everyone's so afraid. Yeah, exactly like what you said. Nobody on the outside of a situation wants to mm-hmm. believe that something would be allowed to go that far without interven- intervention. And, and that is, is really what it is. And, and as a female, I'm, I'm sure that's where I came from, was maybe they're sensitive about this because... You know, if it was really that bad that someone would intervene and one of the I got adults there and would I was intervene. Just like, oh my God, there is no one to intervene. And he no. is the one that you would go to if someone were doing this to you, except he's the one doing it. So what do I, yeah. you know? It felt yeah. so validating so that, to have you there though, because you have yeah. been working since you were like in diapers. And so yeah. <laughs> for all of us, this was really like our first big job. But yeah, we didn't know any other reality. No, you yeah. like we grew yeah. up watching you. In Alice in Wonderland. What was that, Disney Aww. Channel? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> Listen, I watched I don't Alice. I remember that conversation. <laughs> I for sure watched Alice because there was what? The dude in the rollerblades. Was that the Mad Hatter in the rollerblades? Or the. It was the White Rabbit. Oh, yeah. He was always late. Yeah, oh, right. So he could yeah. not be wearing real shoes. He and always had to be skating. He had to in skate the 90s, in. the rollerblades were the jam. <laughs> they were hot, yeah. Guys, I still have a pair of rollerblades in my garage. Do oh, I, really? I don't ride back. them, but I have them. I can't bear to let them go, but I don't think I've been on them since junior. I high. don't think you should. <laughs> it seems like we've got brittle bones now. We're not bouncy. I like know, that's the truth. You're not Gumby anymore. No, don't do that. This is all true, yeah. Don't oh do that. Um, okay, so you stayed like a couple blocks from my house. I remember all of us having a party at my house. Was it a hurricane when you came over, Soph? Yeah, must have had a hurricane party. I've yeah. got some pictures of us like with face paint and weird hats and like <laughs> we were we went full like what, what is that book about the kids who were left on the Lord island? of the Flies. Animal, Lord of the Flies. <laughs> we Lost full Boys? Lord of the Flies. Like, Amazing. I have a picture of Sophia <laughs> licking Daniil's face. Just <laughs> I Probably, should post those. Yeah, we really yes, should. I absolutely would love to see those. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, did her was her face part of a tequila shot? It Mm -hmm. might have been. I was down. Who cares? No, but it felt safe to be like, (laughs) okay, here's the bubble. Everybody come camp out over here. Like, yeah, we're gonna hide out as a unit. And so, whatever fantasy our boss might have had about like, ooh, all the hot chicks are getting together, and like, this is just gonna be like a chick buffet. It backfired quickly because it was like everybody was there. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Now we're strength in numbers and we're going to circle the wagons and hide out. Um, yeah. And, it, and we're covered in war paint. So watch out. Yeah. Watch out. Um, did, had you worked, you'd worked with Daniil on Ten Inch Hero where yes. her and Jensen got together, which was awesome. So funny. Yes. And then so the summer that you guys worked together was the summer that I worked with Stephen Coletti on a movie in Rhode Island that Sophia was supposed to be the star of. Do you remember that movie? What? Normal what? Adolescent yeah. Behavior? Yeah. Oh, I remember that movie. Yeah. So like the summer you were supposed to star in that movie, <clears throat> you ended up doing something different. Is that when you're doing Hitcher or something? I don't know. Maybe. I just remember it was like we almost got the dates to work, but there was like one week that couldn't, that like couldn't be jiggered to fit. And so I didn't get to go and I was bummed. Like, can you imagine if we'd been up? Oh, my God. That would have been so fun. It would have been so fun. Instead, the girls who were the leads in that movie weren't like super into me. <laughs> they were like, don't talk to us. We're having an actor meeting right now. And I was just like, oh, OK. So I ended up just like, oh, and you're not an actor. <laughs> yeah, you're no, like, cool. I thought that's what I was doing here. That's <laughs> OK. I'm good at background. 
Uh, so I would just hang out on my trailer steps and this like cute little boy kept coming around and he would just like, was so outgoing and like, Hey, are you lonely? Do you want to hang out? And it was Stephen Coletti. And I was like, Oh, you little puppy. Okay, great. And then I go back to my hotel room and call you and you'd give me all the gossip on Danielle Jensen hooking up. And (laughs) was that the one too? (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, this is like the convergence. They weren't hiding it. It wasn't like a big, uh, it wasn't a gossip moment per se, but I guess it was in that at that time. Oh, it's yeah. exciting were, when your friends fall in love, though. In, in public about it. At you. least within their circles of friends, they were. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's not I funny. That. And, and look at them now. And look at this. Look at now. This episode is a perfect storm of all those things <laughs> really is. coming of together. Of that summer. Yes, it is. Guys, I have this little thing on my phone that pops up while I'm asleep. So I wake up to like 20 alerts and it's all money that's being spent on apps. It's like $8 for this subscription, $12 for this subscription. And it falls on me like an avalanche every month. So thankfully, we have found rocket money to solve all my spending problems. Dude, you and me both. I honestly was aghast when I installed this and realized how many things... I'd subscribed to over the years and honestly just forgotten about. And because yep. everything's on your phone, I don't know, maybe not just me, but I was missing a lot more than I thought I was. And if that's happening to you too, seriously, Rocket Money is for you. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels all of your unwanted subscriptions. Plus, it monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills so that you can actually grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when you're using all of the app's features. With Rocket Money, I've got full control over my subscriptions now and a very clear view of my expenses. We can see all of our subscriptions in one place. And if we see something that we don't want, Rocket Money can help us cancel it with just a few taps. Now, I personally love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month, so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they will help us create a custom budget and keep spending on track. I just love that it is so easy. It's easy to stop wasting money on the things you don't use. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens. Rocketmoney.com slash queens. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. 
Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. <laughs> you know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has yeah. all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can <laughs> reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS. And he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This so is good. my chance. So all of his pilots that never that never aired. Girl, right? I love uh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new Asset Library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want. So your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Okay, so how does the episode start? What we normally do, Liz, is we just like run through this and talk about what we hated and what we loved. What did you hate? Okay. What did you love? 
Um, I don't want to say I hated anything. I mean, because that's I'm not in it in it that much. So if I'm going to mm. hate something, it's got to be me, right? No, no, <laughs> no. You can hate other people's stuff, Hillary. I know something you hated. <sighs> well, listen, Sophia and I were talking about this while we watched. <laughs> They're so good at writing trauma talk for Peyton and Lucas. Like we can cry yeah. together, like chirps. Yeah. But when it comes to talking about being happy, like it was some of the most stunted dialogue. Okay, there. Now I can see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, it was so bad. It's like definitely not how teenagers talk. It's definitely not how grown-ups who are happy talk. It was like, hey, let's just be happy. Peyton's like, I thought you'd never ask. You want to like, have cookies? Oh, cookies God. are sexy. We were, I mean, truly, I, I did, I did really feel kind of dumbfounded watching it because We've spent years pining for this relationship. Want it. We want Lucas and Peyton to be together so badly. They're together. Right. No, that's a very good point. And then, like, these are two people who've had these beautiful deep talks who love to be together. That great episode. Um, remember, Hill, when it was Brooke's birthday and you guys oh, sit yeah. outside the mall in the comet? That dialogue between you guys was romantic and it was sweet and it was funny and light and, like, oh my God, it was like a breath of fresh air. And then we're finally getting what we want. And it's like, you want a cookie? I like cookies. Cookies make very me sort happy. Of anticlimactic. Yes. It was so weird. I was like, are we in Sesame Street? Like, where did our friends go? It it didn't. I, I don't know how to really explain it because I'm thinking about it in real time since we've just watched the episode. But I, right. I felt like suddenly I don't know these two anymore. Well, it's I'm like, like we don't know each other. There's no inside jokes. There's no... It did. It did. It, did, it absolutely felt th- that way. It wasn't familiar at all. And it makes no sense because we've seen you together for years. Yeah. I, I was like, I want more of what, as a viewer, I have fallen in love with for this couple. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, we were in food fights and I was like... You've got cookie dough getting eaten off your shoulder and Stephen Coletti's rubbing lips, rubbing ice cream around on my face. I'm like, what is going on here? No, food interaction isn't hot. Like, that's not hot. Don't rub (laughs) food on young women and think that that's like sexy time. Pass. Mm -mm. I don't want to be sticky. I don't want raw egg on me. Listen, besides what feels sexy or not, like... My the mood was killed for me when I saw how messy your kitchen was. I was like, they're gonna make out. There, there's just like, yeah, there's raw eggs breeding salmonella all Everywhere. over the walls now. Yeah, that's all I can see. Maybe that's the mark of adulthood, but that's what made me feel the most stressed. Yeah. I was like, I yes, can't, exactly. I can't no come down. clean that up. Like Peyton's gonna have to clean that up. That's not fun. Oh man, pass. Um, but I loved the boys stripping. That makes me feel like, oh, like uh. I've got double standards because if it were girls stripping, I'd be all mad about it. But some about yeah. those boys going for it was adorable. But adorable, also the, yeah. the difference with the boys, if it were girls, it would be like sexy and gyrating and gross. And you'd be like, they're in high school. The boys were purposefully silly. They Very were silly. allowed to look like boys, not men. They were funny and comical and their rhythm was off. <laughs> 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 That scene. It was much more innocent. It really yeah, didn't yeah. feel like a strip strip act. It was much more innocent. Yeah, it was very very comedic. Yeah, and I loved Peyton going to get Haley and saying like, "No, you got to come." And Haley got out of her sadness for a minute. Nathan kind of overcomes his his embarrassment, 
even you finding, you know, the track for them. So it's the right rhythm and he'll be able to dance to it because he can't <laughs> dance. Yeah. <he's, laughs> it's that one, two beat, man. Uh, we did a cheerleading dance to that song in high school. Like I, you did as I, we're listening to it. I'm feeling myself really wanting to do like these motions with my arms because I have a sense memory of like, no, this is how my body's supposed to move to this. This is it. Yeah, you have the muscle memory from the from the music. Yeah, it's a bop, Wait, man. Liz, were you also a cheerleader? They always wanted me to be a cheerleader, and, and like all my friends who were in cheerleading wanted me to be a cheerleader, and I never could because. I just never was in school long enough, like to where I felt, I felt like I would be a very bad commit. I wouldn't be able to be committed in the way that I should. Like they wanted a lot of time from you and I just couldn't do it with doing, you know, film and TV and all that. So you were in and Um, out, like you'd leave and go do a project and have to do, you know, school and like like a little school trailer. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. My tutor. Um, Yeah. So all, all the way till the end of high school and, but yeah, they they asked me a lot because I I had quite a few friends who were cheerleaders, mm. and I always wanted to be. You've done so many jobs, like playing a high schooler, like into your thirties, Liz. And <laughs> shut up. Is it weird? <laughs> like, is it weird having not just like hunkered down and done high school to have like had to portray it on TV, or do you find yeah. that it's like easier just to kind of look at it from a distance? You know, I think. Um, my personality, I never knew myself as not having this other thing in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. remember who I was before I had this other thing in my life, this acting thing in my life, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think for me, I, di- I didn't want to, I didn't want high school. I didn't want the full experience. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that I, what I had, which was this sort of best of both worlds. My Hannah Montana oh, story. Oh, yes. You're the real life Hannah Montana. <gasps> oh my OG. god! <laughs> <laughs> but but I did because I had a supportive school who didn't give me a hard time. I had supportive teachers, um, so I could leave and you know still graduate with honors and do all the things. I did absolutely stop for college. Yeah, that was something I always knew I was going to do. So really, I wasn't going to do it for high school. Yeah, that was hard too because nobody wanted me to go to college. Well, yeah, it's like, no, the money train's rolling. You're working. Yeah. Do it, kid. You had fun in college, though. Where did you go to school? Best time of my life. Wesleyan uh, University in Connecticut. Oh, so beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was the best. Like, I, I will never regret that decision. I don't care how many jobs I know I lost. I will never regret that decision. That's amazing for your life. Like, I know that it's weird because our jobs are to portray lives on screen, but your your job is not who you are. It's mm-hmm. like no, such it's a small piece of what you do. And I think that can be very confusing, you know, especially if you do a show for like as long as we all did. People really think that that's your life. And mm-hmm. it's just your job. And I think it's so important, especially I would imagine for you, having been such a successful working actor from such a young age having you know for us again like we started really at 21 like for you to have a break in your life where you just got to be yourself was probably so I would not be okay today if it weren't for that time to be honest like because I've had when you do start that young you 
absolutely have those later in life crises of conscience. Like, wait, mm -hmm. I didn't necessarily, I mean, yes, I loved what I was doing, but I didn't choose it for myself. Like yeah. my parents, my parents saw something in me and they get to, allowed me to do some things. They saw that I enjoyed it, but I never said, Hey, this is what I want to do with my whole life. You know, mm -hmm. I think they treated it as like a hobby that really snowballed into a career. Mm -hmm. Um, so I absolutely had those points in my life where I was like, this, you know, I don't know that this is what I want to do forever. I, yeah. I always knew I wanted to be a part of it in some capacity, but I didn't know if it was what I wanted forever. And mm -hmm. college was really, really in integral in sort of helping me see that I did want to continue to do it at least for years yeah. to come. So did you study film in like school? I stop. Yeah, I, I studied. I was a, a film major. Yeah, they have a great, great. I'm plugging my school. Great film program at Wesleyan undergrad film program. It's like one of the best mm. in the country. So, yeah. Well, you don't have to go to graduate film school. You can get a good undergrad film education. No, I mean, my my first experience working with you is like you understood the camera in a way that like no one had taught me, you know, and you understood like the breakdown of the script and like why like putting things in certain order. And you just understood the technicality of things in a way that I was like, oh, wow you should be a director, you should be a producer, you know? And so yeah. in this episode, Moira got to direct us and she's someone who started working at a young age, you know? And, yeah, and she is. being a woman in this industry, it's so backwards. It doesn't matter like how long you've been doing this. If you want to make the jump from acting to directing, mm -hmm. they give you so much shit for it. It's a very hard transition to make. Yeah. A very hard transition to make. Yeah. Boys do it all the time. But if you're a girl, baby, jump through the hoops. Um, <laughs> I shot. I shadowed for like, you know, the entire time I was on CSI, and we and they ended up finishing the show, yeah. even though they said the following season, if we did another season, I would be directing. Finally, after four years of yeah. shadowing, um, mm -hmm. and I didn't even need to shadow for that long to be ready to do it. But yeah. you know, it's 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 hard. It's hard to make it happen. It's really mm -hmm. hard to make it happen. Well, I think and you need to direct. What would you have directed different in this episode? Put on, put on your directing hat. <laughs> oh my goodness! I, I would have made those scenes with you and um, Chad feel. I would have made them work on the dialogue or something because the the I, it really did feel kind of stilted. That that sort of what exactly what Sophia was saying. Um, it, you know, you're missing this this thing that we've been pining for for on the show for so long, and I want the I want the the Rachel, uh, Rachel and um, what's his name Mouth. Uh, <laughs> no, I want Ross and Rachel moment. I want yeah. that kind of feeling anytime yeah. you guys are back together. You know, um, so for me, and also when you asked me about how I would direct things, like most of it for me is performance stuff. That's not to say you guys didn't give a good performance. You're working with dialogue. <laughs> that you had. I um, I feel real green in episodes like this, or it's like, oh, I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to do that yet. No, but <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who had good chemistry? You know who didn't need any help is the people on their first fucking date. Chase and Brooke. All of a sudden, Aww. sparks. These two don't know each other. Their dialogue's <laughs> very nostalgic and adorable. It's and very funny. Really natural. Yeah, I think... Um, Steven, gosh, he was so nervous when he mm. came in. And yeah. I will say, I really, I loved that he confided that in me. Like in those 
in that early couple of scenes in the school, because now I know him and we work together for so long, I can see his nerves. Mm-hmm. I can see like the tightness in his chest. Like he's just like, oh God, I have to say the things and there's the camera. And he's yeah. doing great, by the way. I don't mean it as a criticism. It just read as like a boy nervous on a date. Well, totally. that's the thing. It worked so it worked well. Really well. And and his his nerves, I think, really work for Chase. And after those school days, um, he was like, I'm just really nervous. I've, you know, I've never done anything like this before. And so I was like, I was trying to think of a way to help him get out of his head. And, you know, we were in North Carolina and I'm me. And I was like, I'm going to take you on an adventure. And I took Steven to lunch and then I took him to the shooting range. He'd never shot a gun before. (laughs) And I was like, come on, we're going to like, I'm going to teach you how to do something. Something scary. Yeah. But like, interestingly, I think because, you know, like my dad grew up spending summers on a farm. So that was the thing that I learned as a little kid. And, and I grew up being a camp counselor and, um, and did so much training in that sort of vertical that, when we really like started to get to it, I was like, Hey, remember 25 minutes ago when we got here and you were nervous and now you're really in your body and you're paying attention to how your breath affects this thing that you're doing. And like, this is actually just kind of science. And he was like, yeah. And it's sweet. Cause when I went back, when I did that fundraiser thing for him and James's show, he told the story on that, on that live. And I was like, Oh, bun, you remember it the same way I do. I love that. Yeah. That's um, so sweet. But like, it really, we, we basically used it as like an exercise to remember how to be in your body when you're doing something that raises your adrenaline. Mm-hmm. And then that next week we shot this, all these scenes where we went on this date. And like, I, I feel like I can see the sort of night and day, mm-hmm. um, like nerves to comfort in, mm-hmm. in our on-screen relationship. And, and that was like, that was very sweet. It was the first time I'd ever felt like, kind of the grown up on set because we were babies <laughs> and I was like oh my god I know something I can help you you know and and that was like that was kind of a cool um a cool experience a very, to have very cool thing you did for him actually it's a, a very cool thing that you did yeah I just like I wasn't really accustomed to other people let alone boys mm-hmm. in our work environment being vulnerable and saying I'm really scared and I need some help and and that honesty just made me want to do that. I was like, wow, okay. Because, you know. You were like, I'm going to take the best care of you now. Like I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Vulnerability is so I was like, come so with me, handsome. little baby. I will take you under my wing. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, it was very sweet. And he was always, he was always like a sweet pal. And I appreciated yeah. that. I didn't like being told that I had to like, eat in a way that I would get ice cream all over my face so he could like wipe <laughs> it off my lip. So much. I just didn't like it. I just thought it looked weird. I don't know. When is Brooke Davis ever going to let sh- get on her face? Like Brooke Davis I has don't know. been using- In that cute little jacket, in that no. cute little Renaissance jacket, Mm-mm. I'm going to make a mess? No. Not in velvet. In the How dare early two thousands, <laughs> we all used, remember the MAC <laughs> lip gloss that was like the stickiest oh, yeah. sh- on oh. the planet? Oh yeah. my gosh, the wind would, would blow and the leaves would be stuck to your face. Yeah, like yes. flypaper on your <laughs> yes. mouth. We all yeah. learn to eat wearing MAC lip gloss. Oh. There is no way that Brooke no Davis way. would have ice cream on her face. <laughs> we were trained. Right. Listen, you guys, I'm I'm obsessed and I just never really saw it coming. What are you obsessed with? I don't with? obsess over things, but I am obsessed with skims. 
Oh, I was wearing this yesterday. My cotton jersey t-shirt from Skims. They're so soft and they hug my body in such a comfortable way that I don't feel like I'm strapped in, like it's all really breathable, but it's it's very flattering. It's really cute, but it's a nice fabric. So it feels like I can throw it on with sweats or with a kind of a fancy skirt and go upscale at night. There's something about this t-shirt that's really versatile. I love it. From cropped silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there is a style for everyone. Literally mm -hmm. everyone. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. You're going to become one of those ladies where you open up the drawer, you open the cabinets, it. and it's all the same shirt just over it's and over and over again. It's a uniform. <laughs> shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS to 4X. Now, if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. <laughs> it's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that mm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom and more. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. And they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more – or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. So here's here's something I want to food for thought. Okay. Uh, Chase's character is based on a real dude that I knew in high school. 
Um, Is he? Yes. So there was a mega church in our town and all the different high schools kind of fed into that. And there was a dude that went to a rival high school, but hung out with all the mega church girls at my high school. And he was so hot. And we were all like, how is he hanging out with all of these girls that are like a lot? And he would come to our football games and he always wore a blue stocking cap. And so we didn't know his name. We just called him Code Blue. Be like, Code Blue, Code Blue. (laughs) And he was, he looked just like Coletti. And so when wanted to cast like a boy clean teen, I was like, oh, we actually Mm -hmm. had one of those. And surprise, surprise, he was mega hot. He like wasn't a weirdo. Everybody wanted to date him. He looked like Stephen Coletti. And Mark was like, great, we'll just cast that guy. You're friends with him? Cool. And I, I have tried so hard to look up the original Code Blue and can't find him anywhere. <sighs> but in my heart of hearts, I want him to be like a total weirdo now as a grown up. Like it would just make me feel better. Right. Because he had no <laughs> right. interest. No interest in no high interest school. No interest in you, yeah. But my trouble, my trouble with this storyline is the boy clean teen is portrayed mm. in such a sympathetic, sexy light. I was going to mm-hmm. yeah. And you are having to manage the crazy, Elizabeth. Like, on paper, Shelly's like a nutcase. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I have, from the beginning of the character, I tried my best to tone down the way that she was sort of just mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just mean as opposed to someone who had a belief system that she felt strongly about. But she was like a, a harping person about it mm-hmm. as opposed to just being, you know an interesting new layer of character in the show. And so I always tried to play her a little with an undertone of sympathy, even before I knew where the story was going, just because I couldn't, it just didn't feel real to me. Mm -hmm. Especially also because having related to being that person who felt at a, you know, as a teenager, you know, I'm not going to, I didn't do drugs at all. Like I was a good kid as a result of being raised a certain way. And so I kind of related to her in that way. And I wanted her to be more like, what I was than what was on the page so mm-hmm. much, you know? Um, but yeah, even in this episode, like just the way she's like, <clears throat> just that whole exchange between um, <laughs> her and Daniil or her and, and Rachel, where she's humiliating her for, you know, going out and getting crazy. I don't know. I just, I, I hated myself in that scene. Mm. So I guess I'm supposed to hate her. I don't know. But I felt the same way at the end when it's like, oh, it's he's he's so adorable that he's a clean teen and she's just this annoying girl. Yeah, she's a she's a shrew and a what prude. Her reasoning is, but she's just this mean sort of judgy human. Yeah. And he's got and he has, you know, a point of view and a reason for being who he is and you know, it just it, it oh, yeah. his reason is that is that a woman broke his heart or a girl broke his heart? Didn't want it. Well, I just mean the way he's written and the way he plays it is that yeah. he, he's much more, you know, yeah, or w- was encouraged to play it sort of like this yeah. nice, you know, we like this version of a clean teen. We don't like yeah. my version of a clean teen. Yeah, because you have the same backstory. Shelley's mm-hmm. backstory is that a guy, you know, slept with her and then blew her off, ghosted her. Mm-hmm. And so she was heartbroken and decided to like do this, you know, renewed well, virginity thing. Well, I had a pregnancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And an abortion. Well. So I had yeah. a lot more reasons actually to have a, a strong reaction to go into clean teendom. But again, mm-hmm. they, it was always portrayed very 
shrill. But, but that's the shrill. thing. We talked about this when, when, you're, when your reveal with me, you know, with Shelly and Brooke happens. Mm-hmm. And it it's like so obviously beating the dead horse of the Madonna complex that it's like, are we going to pretend this is interesting? Like, she's either a terrible woman who's made terrible decisions and she's a who can't keep her legs closed or she's a prude and because she's a prude she's miserable and shrill to be around and it's like oh my god exactly like thank you what why can't people just stated we can't just be people and to your point their stories are virtually the same and on one person it's portrayed as sexy romantic and and desirable and on the other it's like oh we can't stand to be around this person and and i think it's really interesting to hear your perspective on how it made you feel, you know, as the person and the performer having to do that scene with the Rachel character, because that's how I felt for so much of this show. I'd be like, why does Brooke have to treat people like this? Why? Right. And then, you know, I also loved her so much of the time and thought she was, you know, funny and fun and I loved to play her. But when she would be like cruelly judgmental, mm-hmm. it felt more like a caricature of what these grown up men thought girls so, do like, to girls hot girl yeah in hot yeah. and mean and judgy and it's like well, or or maybe all the other stuff we do is cooler the other stuff we do yeah. is what makes people relate to this person and 100%, yeah. yeah it's interesting isn't it that that when you feel something that it doesn't necessarily feel authentic it feels put on that kind of um that kind of intense like judgy shrillness Mm. yeah Mm. well maybe you just needed Mm. like a cool zip-up hoodie and like (laughs) some pouty lips you just needed some calculus help yeah just i need some help with my homework (laughs) um let's before we get into like the best part of the show um the dance uh let's talk (laughs) about the karen deb dan of it all because watching this as a grown-up that's their storyline just continues to be so much louder for me that yeah. now that we're watching this as grownups, um, the Deb sh- it's hard. It's, it's hard. gnarly. I mean, it's really intense. We're just casually having an attempted suicide on the show. Yeah. I, I was going to say the exact same thing. It's very like, um, I, we're going to have this man sit down and say the most hurtful thing in the most hurtful way he could say it to this person who's already struggling. And then we're going to casually have her dump some pills. And then we're going to casually have him just say it's over and then move on and go on a date. <laughs> you know, he drive him away in the, in the, in the ambulance and then it's over. <laughs> like, Well, also her son, like we've talked about this in, you know, the last couple episodes, Liz, uh, Nathan keeps saying, I want to die. I should have died. You know, he mm-hmm. has, attempted suicide a couple times and it's never treated like that. Like we're not calling it suicide attempts and there almost feels like there should be a trigger or just like a trauma warning. I was going to say trigger warning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And now to have his mother doing the same thing, like I can't imagine how stressful that is to watch if you're in the midst of going through that as a viewer Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. because it is being treated pretty casually. I've had people in my life kill themselves and I'm watching this like, what, what What are we talking about here? She just takes a fistful of pills and nothing. It doesn't even ring a bell in town. 
Yeah, I'm very curious to see what's going to happen in the next episode in terms of how we deal with it. Um, because if we fail to talk about it, that's really going to be a a deeply intense letdown. And given the way that sometimes we do what's really good in terms of these conversations and sometimes we really blow it, I, I don't know what to expect. I don't either. Oof. Yeah, it's a doozy. What do you think about Karen having dinner with Dan and being all cozy with Dan. Could you have dinner with your worst ex-boyfriend ever? Absolutely not. (laughs) I think it's, um, I think it's like one of these TV show moments (laughs) where they have to, you know, bring certain characters back together or like just to have story, you know, I Mm. absolutely not. But, um, you know, she's a really nice person, forgiving human, I guess. Yeah. Beyond what's normal or logical. Well, and he has slowly been kind of working his way back in. And there's the story of it all. But then just as a viewer, like the chemistry between those two is undeniable. Like the Paul and Moira chemistry yeah. is so good. And so if if I kind of remove the story and I just watch them, I can't get enough of them. And then I think about their story and I'm like, this is going to be so bad. So bad. This is yeah. so bad. I mean, thinking about over the years, she's already thrown a chair <clears throat> through his office window. They've <laughs> run against each other for mayor. They've been in all these like altercations mm-hmm. publicly. Yeah. He skimped out on child support ever for her, yeah. for his child. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. It's a lot to stomach. It's a lot. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I get it. It is, you know, sometimes on a TV show, it's like, well, what's the worst thing we could think of? Mm-hmm. They right. found it. They found it. And listen, it, I'm sure the fans loved it in some way or another, like, or they were Which really pissed fans? off. And you want, you want, you want. Um. <laughs> Hold on, no, listen, I'm for real. If, if someone writes in and is like, hey, I need you guys to know that was my favorite storyline. I shipped Karen and Dan so hard. <laughs> okay. If you feel enough. that way, can you please write in so we can tell Liz? Because I bet mm. there's like two. There's yeah. two or three out there, you sickos. Well, then it'll be easy for you to read those notes and share <laughs> exactly. them with the rest of the world. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll frame them in our office as like, here's the piece of evidence. Ugh. <laughs> That's right. It's so hard. They really do show Dan in like this supportive light mm-hmm. while he's saying all the stuff that he said to Deb. You're oh. right, Liz. Like, like I settled for you. Karen's the love yeah. of my life. The like, night before our wedding, I went and sat outside her house. Oh, can you imagine? When I was watching it, it just sort of um, rang to that same idea that you guys were talking about, or at least in my mind, it called to that sort of like unnecessary cruelty mm-hmm. of her him saying it that way. Mm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I, I'm, I just you just watch it in your skin crawls, and maybe that's what they yeah. were going for, but it felt like like a torture porn moment, yeah. <laughs> an emotional torture yeah. porn, it's a verbal punch to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a verbal mm-hmm. punch. Yeah, because you know, you know, this woman is about is just then just going to go and you know try to hurt herself. Well, and it's interesting herself. too to see because Dan is a narcissist to see the swing and how awful he can be to people. And currently, 
he's in this moment where he is being the kindest we've seen him with Karen. And he's, right. he's helping her in the morning and Deb flips out. And the turn from when he's in that, the back of the cafe with Karen to pouring water on Deb's face, you're just like, oh, he's in there. Mm-hmm. He's in there. He's in there, yeah. And, and it, it actually, it strikes me in this moment, I don't know that we've talked about this, but so much of what's true of men, you know, narcissists controlling men in relationships is it's the new relationship where they say, you make me want to be different. Yeah. You're the reason I'm going to change. You've shown me what I'm capable of. For you, I want to be fill in the blank. Ugh, it's like making my stomach turn. Yeah. And, and he's in that phase with Karen. This is going to be my redemption. Now I'm going to get what I always really wanted. But right. he's just as vile and awful as he's ever been with Deb because she's old news to him. Yeah. Oh. Yes. But yes. God, how good was that moment with Karen and Dan having that dinner? And she says, you know, Lucas said the most upsetting thing to me today. And Moira did such a beautiful job with that scene. Yeah, she because did. Because it's quiet. Mm-hmm. It's a quiet share, and there's something about how low and slow it is that makes it so much more ominous than if she were confrontational you know, at all. To, yeah, yeah, confrontational, upset, freaking out. Like it's showing any like 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 she mm-hmm. knows something. Anything else would have not have been a, <sighs> a yeah. woman showing emotion. How unlikable! <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> but like there really there really is something <laughs> chilling about the way she expresses the discomfort mm-hmm. because it's the beginning. It's like it's like the seed is cracking the open. The seed has been is oh planted god, and he knows what's coming. Ooh, <sighs> gave me chills. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. 
I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes Mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it Mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something, but that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. Oh gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do Mm -hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kids snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time. Whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. (laughs) When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. Did you know you were going to hook up with Mouth? Let's let's just get to some fun. Sh- oh, the darkness yeah. is killing me. We ended this episode and I was like, huh, I, I feel like I need an uh, antacid. Um, I know. Did you know that you and Lee were going to be hooking up on the show? Or is that something that like spawned later? Um, you mean when I first yeah. was asked to be a part of it? I didn't know that I was going to be paired with Mouth. Um, but I could sort of see it. I could see it as as something that would make sense in terms of um, bringing us both to a different place and, you know, a big thing for him, you know, in terms of 
he's been a virgin, right? So when we're doing the whole like, I don't want to call it, is it breakfast clubby uh, mm, episode is yeah. what it is. Um, and, you know, when I end up in like <clears throat> leather pants with my top off holding my breasts. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, and that right. happened really fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I think it made sense that if she was going to start to open herself back up to any kind of sexuality, that it, he was the right person for that. Mm. Because I think she probably was burned by a lot of situations before. And, you know, he was very, he's a very sweet, comes across as a very sweet individual from the beginning. It makes sense to me. And I really like that it happened. I really loved working with Lee. Like Lee's he's one of my best. favorite people. So yeah. well, he represents like a safety. Like I yeah. was definitely a super virgin in high school. And it wasn't until I got older and was like a late bloomer and, you know, lost my virginity to someone who was older that I was like, God, I wish I would have lost my virginity in high school to someone who it was a big deal to. You know, like right. it was a big deal to mouth. He probably made Shelly feel really special. Ex- yeah. Very mm-hmm. special. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that stuff that has, that is yet to come for what you guys are going to go over um, is really sweet. Yeah. But- well, and what a nice thing too to, to be clear in a storyline like that, that healthy relationships are very healing for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And and what a better person to do that with, you know, than Mouth. Like to your point, such a such a good character who's really been, you know, going through his paces to identify what he believes in and what kind of guy he wants to be and and yeah, where his insecurities come from, but but how he wants to work around those things and um I don't know, I yeah. As, again, as a viewer, I loved watching you guys together so much. Thanks. Also, um, Lee got buff this year. Yeah, he did. <laughs> By the way, let's talk about the boys dancing. Can we? And that's, every that's single close-up is on Lee. <laughs> it's all Lee and his hips and his moves. Yeah. He, he, his moves are great. His, They're so great. His little cut stomach going he's on. He's the dancer of, of all of us, really. Honestly. No, that was so fun. (laughs) And it kind of holds true to like an authentic high high school experience where it's like you've known the same people your whole life. You've gone to school forever. (laughs) The girls mature faster than the boys. The boys are like pretty scrawny and awkward. And then all of a sudden, like junior or senior year, there's like shoulders and an Adam's apple and like a jaw (laughs) and abs. And you're like that guy that you never looked at. Never. Like, oh, Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> maybe you are everything I ever wanted. Interesting. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah, mouth has yeah. that energy where it's like a sneak attack senior year. The senior mm-hmm. year sneak mm-hmm. attack is a hit. I love it. Senior year sneak attack. You couldn't put it better. <sighs> I'm obsessed. Okay. I landed the hot mouth. Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> All right. So, so Lafferty wins MVP this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia for the dance moves. I never went dancing with Lafferty. We didn't oh have my that kind God. of friendship. Um, and I'm like, is this acting or is this real? I wanted no. to. I was going to ask you guys. You guys, you know? I just need y'all to know when we were watching this episode, and they're in the locker room, <laughs> and Lee, you know, hits play on the Mal hits play on the music, and and him and Skills are like, oh no, like. 
James was only slightly playing up his, his awkwardness. <laughs> and like, like our sweet friend will will take you out. We'll go play pool with you. But he he's not the guy who dances like we'd all dance. We'd be like, let's put our purses on the floor and dance. And yeah. Lee would be in yeah. the middle, like doing a funny thing. And and I mean, what a good sport. Yeah. Like he I, leaned I into actually, it. I'm very proud of him because I have a man in my life. Where's Ollie? Mr. Oliver, oh. who for refuses to dance. What? Unless he's had way too many drinks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he refuses to dance. And when he does dance, it is like he's making fun of the way that he dances. So he's like playing up how silly it is. And that's yeah. how this, that's what that reminded me of in, in, in the most loving way. I found it adorable. Like yeah. <laughs> so good. Lafferty dancing like that. He and that's really why committed. I tell if it was a joke or not, because it felt like the, on that fine line of like, maybe this is actually <laughs> a little bit real. It's like the way I think about it, like, you know, James is such an athlete. He's a basketball player. Mm-hmm. And like, I went to junior high and high school with a girl who'd grown up doing ballet. And a bunch of us were on dance team. And like, when she would try to do anything to any hip hop song, like, her body just couldn't move that way. <laughs> like she was so elegant and long and there was no like gyrating for yeah. her. Yeah. And I I was I was killing me because it's like that's what it felt like watching watching Mouth and Nathan. I was like, oh my God, that's what like me and my friend used to look like. And <laughs> oh, it's just so good. It's like he's very used to like the ups, the vertical, the dunking, and then he's yeah. being asked he to like, just been like sway from like, side to side and he can't do it. And it's it's perfect. And then you've got Lee like throwing his hips forward in a close up, yeah. like coming into camera with a pelvis. And you're like, oh, my God, that day of filming Whoa. was so fun because we were in a real strip club in Wilmington. We we're in uh, pure gold. I want to say, which was over by the bowling yep. alley. Oh, I remember because everybody, by the way, we all came. All of us who weren't yeah. in that scene yeah, came to I work came. that I night to watch. If I don't, if I oh, yeah. Like, remember being in the back? Yeah. By the by Video Village. And we were like, it smells like vanilla. In here. It smelled so weird in that place. Vanilla. Like, like B.O. Vanilla? and vanilla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they were trying to cover up the smell of B.O.? It was like <laughs> whatever the like body, I don't know. Products, like glitter. It's not like body They're glitter. Acts. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I don't remember Lee being nervous, like at all. No, and he I was not nervous. He was ready to shine. Antoine was super pumped. Like, <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. If you've never been to a strip club with Antoine, you have not lived. Haven't. Because okay, well then I got to get on that immediately. He is an experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a party, man. Um, It's his second home. You know, he's just like, ah, I love it here. This is great. Let me get on stage. And I think he loved that Skills wasn't in the tracksuit and like came out in his boxers because. Oh, yeah. If you notice, there are only ever wide <laughs> shots of Antoine oh or waist up shots of Antoine because there was not a lot of control in that costume. And he's dancing and we're all like, Antoine, for real, dude, like for real. Like, lock it up. But you can't say anything because you don't want to make your friend uncomfortable until after the fact. And then you give them so much shit about it. Um, You're like, thanks for them. For yeah. Them. yeah. Things shaking around. It was, oh it, was, it was art. Was it art imitating life or life imitating art at that point? I don't know. But that was a wild that was one, day. That was one of those scenes where the lines got blurry. 
Yeah, and it's Moira yeah. directing, so there's nothing salacious happening. It's like, uh, you know, your big sister's there and everything's so tame and safe, um, which was good. She was the right person yeah. for the boys. Right. Because she them. made it hilarious and sweet. Yeah. It, it didn't feel gross, and that was so nice. And I would imagine very nice for them. Well, and even the choice for Bevan's wardrobe. It's like mm-hmm. not like a bra. It's like a oh, it's basically yeah, exactly. like a tank I was top. Say, it's like this yeah. whole like corset thing. It's like very conservative. Yeah. God bless like the female it. director. I mean, God bless him. Yeah. It was wonderful. I, I definitely think we do this thing, Liz. We we've started doing this season called honorable mention. Oh yes. And like mm-hmm. James is for sure our honorable mention. The this honorable week. mention. <sighs> yeah, yeah, bud. I feel that. I feel that. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. The commitment he showed was very impressive. Thank God, like, for joy, too, to be able to just, like, laugh and have fun. Because the chemistry between those two, you know, she just has this, like, huge hormonal freak out and over, like, a dress, which, been there, done that. Hormones make you a weirdo. (laughs) Um, Yep. Kind of a dumb storyline for her. I wish they gave her, like, more to do, considering she's mm-hmm. been hit by a car and she's pregnant in high school. There's, like, real sh- going on. Yeah. The dress is the thing that sends her over the edge. Their chemistry, like, when she is teasing him about it. Love it. And has that gold thong and tells Ugh. him she wants a lap dance. Like, I turned red. I love it. it that was so funny. Yeah. There's nothing better very, very cute. than, like, like, seeing your partner in a really humiliating situation and watching them just kind of like man up through it when they're a good sport mm-hmm. yeah the good sportsmanship yeah. that's what i like that's hot it's kind of hot yeah that's so hot. funny i have to say there's one thing that stuck out to me in this episode i know we've done our honorable mention i don't know what to call this it was like the question mark for me where i was like what is happening when you know, we're in this moment where we're finally getting to see Peyton and Lucas happy. Mm-hmm. The writers haven't figured out how to write it, clearly. No, no. But you guys, you guys know how to act it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you you're acting act your faces off. kissing with tongue is what we're doing. We're like, well, the words aren't there, but the tongue <laughs> is. Put <laughs> 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 the tongue in it. <laughs> guys, these words are terrible. You know what this needs? Let's just Not do this. Cowbell. I, uh, (laughs) but I was so confused. Like, I liked the gesture of, of Peyton taking Lucas to see her mom. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. The cemetery moment. I was like, okay, we're, because what we're trying to say is that these things that have made her sad because of him make her happy. And then we all were super, Liz, like Hillary and I both started like freaking out when, then he walked over to Keith's grave and then they were like smiling. We were like, what is this trauma bond? Like, why are they, why did they write it this way? And yeah. then I went, oh, because again, you got to do this in TV, right? Like it's the device to allow the flashback to happen for when right. Lucas has been unconscious and he's seen Peyton at the cemetery. It's all leading to Jimmy didn't kill Keith. So right. once the flashback happened, we were like, oh, okay, we get it. Like we know why this, right. why this had to happen. Um, but man, I mean, Hillary, I guess I just was wondering, like, do you remember that day? Did it, did it feel weird to you? Was it one of those things where, where you just knew you had to do it, like to get the shot? Like, what was that? What what was filming that like? I'm just saying words on paper. Like this episode (laughs) is so weird because 
if you would just let the camera roll on Chad and I, we had a good time. We had a good rapport. We had good chemistry. We could have yeah, you did. faked words that were like fun to watch. Because we have to say all this clunky dialogue, and then it's like, mm. we're going to have internal monologues out loud at the cemetery. Mm. None of it felt cool or funny or flirty. or and, and so then we end with like, all right, well, let's just throw some cookies at each other. It Everything felt devicey. And as an actor, it is not your job to correct every script. Or mm-hmm. to fix stuff. Sometimes it's yeah. just your job to hit your mark and say the dumb words on the paper. And yeah. so we did it, and we tried to have the best time doing it. And there mm-hmm. are people you try to make it your best. Yeah, there are people who super love the cookie fight scene. And I will say, I remember Chad and I just kind of hitting a wall shooting the cookie fight scene because we'd had to do so much like awkward, band like weird stuff. That when we were hunkered down behind that table, we couldn't get up and move because it would have messed up continuity. Mm. And we were in very mm. similar physical positions to the school shooting. And that mm. had been the last time he and I were kind of like stuck next to each other for an extended period of time like that. But this time mm. we got to like have fun. Be and happy. Just like, yeah. And just like be kids. Mm. And so – when I'm laughing there, I'm legitimately laughing there. Like we, he made me laugh mm. in that situation because mm. he was just like, "I have to eat this shit off your shoulder, and you're a gross <laughs> person." And, oh my god! And you're disgusting. Yeah, and you're disgusting. Oh, no. And so, and so, for all of the uncomfortable dialogue throughout the course of the episode, like Chad and I really did end it on a high note, um, mm. making something that was, you know, stupid stupid food fight into a little bit of fun. We had fun. Yeah. 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 Well, and it makes me feel excited to see as they figure out how to write for y'all from a place of happiness instead of a place of trauma. Yeah. Like what's going to come? Because again, I know we've said this a bunch, but if you can make a good scene out of so, so questionable dialogue, like imagine what the scene becomes when the dialogue is great, you know? And I want that. Like, I, as a viewer, I want the payoff of seeing these two have the great moments that don't have to be in the middle of a lockdown in a school. Yeah. I, like, I want, I want to see the joy. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a random yeah. Thursday in the kitchen doing something yeah. simple. Yeah. Making salt cookies. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. 
I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofits. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Ooh, honey, you know that I can't wear fancy shoes with a dress. I am a boots and dress woman. So now that festival and concert season are going to be all about boots, Tacova's must be your stop before attending your next concert, you guys. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparels, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. This is so important. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Decova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. And the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to the store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like it really fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back Three times since then, uh, my cousin used to live there and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Boricua <laughs> is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. (laughs) Well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All right, we have a listener question. Okay, Uh, Sabrina, this is kind of a heavy question. Um, Mm. Sabrina is asking us, did it seem realistic to you that there was no discussion of Haley and Nathan not keeping the baby? Considering how young they are, everything Nathan and Lucas have gone through with the young parents and Nathan's basketball dreams, I found it strange that it was assumed they would have the baby, no questions asked. (sighs) Sabrina's going for it, man. It's a great question. Yeah. Liz, you're a little bit removed from it. So, like, as an outside observer, like, storyline-wise, what do you think? 
I think um, choices are often made to not be too uh, political or, um, you know, that maybe that's not a storyline that they were ready to tell. I will share that my character, Shelly, Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why she goes into clean teens is because she's had, to, you know, you learn all this stuff later down, but like that she, you know, had an abortion. The The whole thing is like very much that I feel really, really guilty about it. So that was also the way it was treated for my character was that like, like, I, I wish I hadn't done it. I'd have to rewatch that stuff. But it the, mm-hmm. the language around it is very, you know, sort of regret, regret, regret. Mm hmm. Oh my God. Had Shelly been like, I'm so glad I did this. You would have been like my life demonized. Is, I'm, I can see my life now. And mm-hmm. yes, it was a difficult decision, whatever. Like that would never have been handled like that. And I just, I, yeah, I think because it's a, a network show, I think they're going to want to show. Mm-hmm. They don't want to necessarily show that. Well, what's really interesting <laughs> to me, a lot of research has been done about how the portrayal of abortion care and reproductive health care on television has really damaged um, the reality of the issue. Mm. And there is an adage that says, you know, a character who is pregnant, in, absolutely not, cannot have an abortion. Characters can talk about abortions they've had. But, you know, they, they even did an analysis about it on Sex and the City. Like, Samantha talks about having had two abortions. Carrie talks about having had an abortion in her 20s. But when Miranda gets pregnant and is going to have an abortion, then she doesn't. She just has to have this baby. And, you know. Once the character exists, basically. Yes. Yeah. And listen, I think everybody's entitled to their opinions and feelings about the issue. Um, I think no one is entitled to have their feelings weigh in on someone else's health care or life or family planning. And where it's a little tricky for me is, is again, and, and, you know, we talked about this a little bit with, you know, Shelly V. Chase, this, this Madonna whore complex, this, this idea that women can't make decisions that you can't say, I wanted to stay in school. I didn't want to Drop, have to drop out of grad school. I, I didn't have a partner. I didn't have, you know, the economic stability. You know, 60% of women who seek abortion care in America are already mothers, plural. Yeah. Yeah. And, but we tell these stories in this way that I think are really detrimental and, and have proven to be pretty harmful. And so, you know, again, like we love Nathan and Haley. We love, Jamie Scott, like we, we love the story, but I do, I will say I agree with Sabrina that um, the timidness, you know, the desire to not be quote political, as you said, Liz, actually is political. Mm -hmm. Like we, we cartoonify the issue. We act like there aren't real questions and real struggles. We act like Nathan and Lucas don't come from parental trauma and that, you know, Lucas doesn't know inherently the experience of being a parent, you know, raised in a household where your parent is living on or below the poverty line. Like, we pretend like these issues aren't real issues for people. And because it's all ultimate- going to be fine yeah. in TV land. And I would have yes. loved, I would have loved to see them having that conversation. Because having a conversation is just having a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have been powerful. We never see Whitey have that conversation with Nathan. Like, how powerful would that mm-hmm. have been to have mm-hmm. Whitey be like, hey, man, I wish I had kids. I wish. 
But as someone who's looking out for you, because I know you don't have parents looking out for you, has anyone talked to you and Haley about this? Like really Mm -hmm. talked to you about it? Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, nobody ever brings it up. I don't think it's changed much because that the article I was telling you about, I read in advance of the midterms, mm. you know, talking about like, why, why can't we have, you know, very real and, and serious conversations about this stuff and, um, and be clear that again, believe what you want to believe, but, but your beliefs don't get to make the laws and your beliefs mm-hmm. should not impede doctors mm-hmm. from doing their jobs, from keeping people alive you know i um there's this great obgyn natalie crawford who does a lot of um sort of education and activism around these issues on instagram and she was talking about um you know a woman who she'd spoken to who whose water broke at 16 weeks in texas mm. needed to have a dnc because you know that's yeah. it your water yeah. breaks like that's not a viable fetus that baby can't be born in a nicu like it's not going to happen heartbreaking for that family they wanted that baby and the state of texas wouldn't allow her to get care and so her doctors literally said we have to wait until you're septic (gasps) and they waited until she was septic to then be able to intervene because you know then per the law her life was in danger and she has yeah and and basically the the septic (laughs) pregnancy destroyed her uterus and she's never going to be able to get pregnant jesus so this woman who lost her baby now will never get to be a mom. And like that happened this year. Yeah. So I don't think we're doing a good enough job in our industry that does have the ability to Sabrina's point to ask questions and to to give a dose of reality to these very human stories. Even if they end the same way, by the way, again, like you know, in the storyline, Jamie's Brooks' godson. Like, I love that kid. Yeah. And I think we do a disservice because then we get to situations like the one I just described and people go, well, I didn't know that's what was happening. And that's happening every day. Yeah. So I, I think the gap is still, even if we've gotten better, I don't think we're closing the gap at the speed that we should be to, to like have the conversations that we have the, you know, the power to have. And I don't know. I've never created a TV show, so I don't know what the answer is there. All right, Sabrina, on our TV show, we're going to handle this. <laughs> Great. Trust us. Yeah. Um, that was a deep question. It was a deep yeah. question. Shocker, I love a deep question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, should we spin a wheel? For I this, think we should spin a wheel. very complicated episode of OTH. Elizabeth, every week we spin Some a wheel. Joy. And we do mm-hmm. most likely to like senior superlatives. Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, oh, this is a fun one. Liz, read the question. Who's most likely? Who's most likely to open a nightclub? <gasps> I mean, so we have to pick a character, and we have to pick a real life person amongst this group of. I mean, humans. Deb and Karen <laughs> open a nightclub, like tricks a nightclub, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought after this little arrangement this week, like, clearly it's going to be skills. And hopefully <laughs> it's yeah. it's a nightclub skills, for the ladies. Be a strip. Yeah. <laughs> Have y'all been watching that Chippendale show? <gasps> oh, I haven't started I haven't it yet. Is it good? Listen, I, like I said, I don't watch any TV, but my husband does while I'm just like puddling around the house. And it, what I've seen is engaging. 
I'm like, mm. tell me more. It, yeah. Chip and Dale's. Yeah. It's a it's an interesting look at like what that whole business was. And I could see wow. I could see skills being in charge of an empire. I get it. Yeah. Who in real Absolutely. life? Who in real life's gonna open up a nightclub? I mean, Daniil has the distillery. She's got the yeah. family business beer. That's true. Is that I'm, open? Not me. I'm, it, it wouldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> I can just, not, just absolutely take myself out of the equation, but we're done um, here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know who stays out anymore. I feel like all of us when we get together, we're like, it's ten o'clock. <laughs> Sophia, <I know. laughs> she's Sophia's trying I to do. hang out at like a like a German Berlin uns 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 club. Absolutely. I'm like, take me all the way underground. Yeah. Yeah. My, my husband and I this summer were like, before work gets really serious again in September, let's go on an adventure. And we went to Ibiza. Like that was my (laughs) first time there. So maybe it's you. It's her. It's her. Oh, I was like, this is the dream. What are you talking about? I can like go and eat the best food, swim in the ocean and then see like six amazing DJs in one night. They play for 45 minutes a piece. This is like, this is chic. I was very into it. I was like, I I need to just move to a European island and do Mm -hmm. this. Uh, Hopefully next episode, we deal with some of the complications of this one. It is season four, episode 13, Pictures of You. It's Mm. about to get awesome. Liz, you're a trooper. Thank you for being with us. so much fun. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion with your tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, Booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or... Find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays, and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped, and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut. 
And I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keeper <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device, which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. 